Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! So nice to finally meet you, Spider-Man. You're Nick Fury. I'm not the one who dies, kid. I'm the one who does the killing. Let's get dangerous. Yep, here we go again on our own. Going down the only road we've ever known. Whoa, whoa. That's all I got. <laughs> yep, pretty much. That's that's all I've got, too. So I'm just going to say, what's up, everybody? It is Two Broke Geeks, and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And yeah, we've got uh, we got some stuff to talk about. It's new movie week. Yay. Yay. Uh, <laughs> uh, boy, that, that, that should give you a clue about where I'm going to be on Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Because the more I thought about it, the more down down near the lower half of like the Marvel films yeah, this kind of goes. It, I saw it Friday night and then I thought about it all day Saturday and the more I thought about it the less I liked it (laughs) I was like oh I came out of this movie thinking it wasn't that good and now I really think it wasn't that good for the most part okay for for the most part I think this is I I think you said too on like Twitter and stuff this movie Mm -hmm. was definitely made more for a younger audience. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to throw it out there because I'm going to shit on this movie a lot. I guess we might as well just start the show talking about it. Just do it. it. Might I'm, as well, yeah. I'm going to say a lot of things I thought were bad about this movie. But the more I thought about it, the more I think that the reason I think everything is bad about this movie is because I'm really not the target audience for this movie. Oh, yeah. It's really not. And also... Personally, I felt this movie was it. It's partially because they totally felt like they're like, oh, we need Captain Marvel for Endgame, and mm-hmm. so they were like, let's rush an origin story. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm like, there's a lot of plot holes in this. <laughs> yeah, uh, the biggest one, and I was talking to somebody about this yesterday, who's like. Oh, you know, I I can kind of forgive it for that. I'm like, you realize this movie literally bores a gigantic hole in a major plot point of two other existing movies. Yeah. (laughs) Because Thor and Avengers kind of hinge on the fact that Thor, that the Asgardians are Earth's first contact with a superior race from outside of earth yeah <laughs> yeah and, and sam jackson out, even oh, says no. in the, yeah in the nope. ni- oh no and then it turns out oh no in the 90s we met the kree and the skrulls yeah <laughs> <sighs> anyway. someone as i was talking to someone about that too and they're like and they're like you know what would have made this easier if someone just came out before the movie and like listen Robert Downey Jr.'s contract we thought would be longer 
and all these characters. So just whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh Okay, uh, how am I going to talk about this movie? Uh, well, I'll say this. I was very, very happy when the movie started and the entire Marvel Studios logo was Stanley. That was sweet, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to cry now. And uh, so that I liked. The Stanley um, Stan cameo was sweet. I liked the Stanley cameo. Uh, I had some people because uh, some people saw uh, Kevin Smith posted on his Instagram and Twitter and Facebook like a picture of him just like bawling, and people are like, "Oh, Kevin Smith cries at everything." I'm like, "You didn't actually see Captain Marvel yet, did yeah?" You? <laughs> because it's literally his dead friend and hero reading the Mallrats script. Yeah. So. Like, that's a pretty, like, if I was in Kevin Smith's shoes, that probably would, because it was a whole thing, like, he got, obviously, he got Stan Lee to be in Mallrats, because Stan Lee was his hero, and he grew up loving Marvel movies and everything, or not Marvel movies, but Marvel comics, and then it turns out he got himself into a Marvel, it's a whole thing, like, he's got a reason to be crying at this one, yeah. not just because he's, like, a stone dude that cries at everything. <laughs> no, it was a very sweet, like, it was one of those moments where, like, normally, like, a Stanley cameo is kind of funny. Yeah. And, and like a weird like comedy bit but this was just a very sweet just kind of mm -hmm. nod to him and i i yep. thoroughly like that this is the did he do his end game one or was that the last one i think he did an end game one and that's the last one okay. i think that's what i thought so it, it's and then uh just the whole thing where it, uh, you know, the like I said, the beginning credits where it was uh, just all the Stanley cameos form the Mar Marvel logo cut to black and it just says, Thank you, Stan. I was like, Oh, <laughs> so that was a thing. Um, let's see, I want to see if there are some other really good things I want to say about this movie before I say, say all the stuff I thought was wrong. Oh. I kind of in, I see a lot of people complaining they don't like what happened with the scrolls. I kind of do like what happened with the scrolls. Well, I like I'm in the camp of I liked it, but at the same time I didn't like it. I and the reason I'm like, well, because I'm I know a good amount of the scrolls. Mm -hmm. And to well, there's no way to really go around this without being spoiler, but no, we're just going to say spoilers, everybody. Yeah, just Sorry. spoilers now. So when you learn that the Skrulls are basically a refugee group mm. running from the Krees, which mm. is fine, whatever. Right. What I didn't like, though, was they had him be a whole comedy act out of it with Talos. Oh, no. I'm not saying I liked, it, like, specific individual parts with the yeah. Skrulls. Like, I certainly didn't like Talos showing up, drinking the milkshake, being all, like... Goofy guess, as hell. <clears throat> goofy as hell and everything. Uh, in the whole... Uh, some of the family parts were touching, but also some of the family parts were goofy, because obviously it's Talos. I... 
I've been more and more as time goes on really not liking the sci-fi trope of here's an alien race that's all bad guys and here's an alien race that's all good guys. Like, yeah. why would an entire race be all bad guys or all good guys with no nuance whatsoever? No, this makes sense. <clears throat> so, like... Yeah, Talos was kind of a bad guy for a good chunk of the movie, but he was... There was a reason he... There was a fairly good reason he was being a bad guy, and it's because he was at war trying to rescue his race from being exterminated, basically. Yeah, probably, probably mm. like, the one line he said that, I, that made sense was when he's talking to Carol Danvers, and she's like, but I've done so many horrible things, and he's like, war does that to people. Like, yeah. I have it on my hands, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I did, like, you're right. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, um, but, yeah, but, I mean, there's still room for if they decide maybe a rogue group of Grawls show up for right, maybe secret no, invasions. Right. Based on this movie, there's no reason there can't still be bad guy scrolls. Like yeah. Um just like based on this movie, there's no reason there especially since the whole spoiler alert, the Marvel twist with um what's her name? Carol Danvers mentor on Earth at the uh pilot aviation experimental whatever the hell it was lab where they were building the new plane she turned out to be marvell and she was a good cree because she was somebody who realized boy it's really wrong that they're trying to exterminate all these skrulls yeah so, like there's the they the thing they did that i liked was they didn't just go here are the Cree, the good guys. Oh no, wait, you know. Oh, twist their Cree, the bad guys, and Skrulls are the good guys. It's like they're neither one of them is really. I mean, the Skrulls in this movie are victims, but that doesn't necessarily mean they can necessarily be just the all good race, you know? Yeah. So. And same with the, and then the same with the Cree, like they mm -hmm. want, even though they kind of really, uh, really did not fool anyone. That, no, that, like, that, like ooh, yeah, that their whole boy. crew, that the whole crew are basically accusers. That, yeah, that, I, I mean, talk about bad stuff in this movie. There was never a doubt in my mind that jude law's character was not a good guy or was oh yeah like not a good guy like yeah. it was like oh he's very obviously gonna turn out to be the real bad guy at the end of the movie oh totally yeah i was very that was there, the same i was the same way i'm just like i'm like god even from the first trailer you're that, like yeah oh, bad guy right was, there it was a badly written badly plotted badly kept secret like yeah there was, it was not good i know there was no this movie had nothing that was that surprised me and really like the scroll things was a nice touch mm -hmm. um but beyond that nothing and i like i called pretty much everything before it happened oh it was wicked predictable yeah and i hate the cat <laughs> yeah wicked predictable 
The only thing that I didn't see coming was that that cat was the fucking reason Nick Fury lost his eye. Dude, I called dumb. that from the very first trailer. <laughs> oh. I was like, if that's if that's the reason Fury loses his eye, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> and the other thing is, again, here's uh, here's where I say it wasn't... <laughs> Uh, it's just funny to hear you be like and uh, but then here's the uh, reason i say it isn't for me this is why i say it's not for me is because like i think this would be uh fine i think everything in it would be right on the level of a 10 year old girl oh totally yeah which is fine i have no problem with that but just for me as an adult male it doesn't work like the yeah i thought it's a weird this is a weird area to try to bring in a younger group Mm -hmm. like everything about this film was bizarre in terms of like they needed captain marvel for endgame Mm -hmm. but they couldn't figure out exactly how to get her there (laughs) like here's another example i'll put it this way i have no problem of course, with the goal of trying to make an exciting woman hero and have it be about girl power. Obviously, like, I loved Wonder Woman, and that was a girl power movie. But the difference is, like, Wonder Woman was a very subtle girl power movie. Like, she was obviously a great woman character who did a lot of badass awesome things but it wasn't like spelled out every few minutes that like oh girls are just as good as boys and girls can do everything boys can but maybe 10 year old girls need somebody to keep reminding them that which is good but it doesn't work for me. So when well, here's, I say it's here's bad, the other, yeah. it's bad for somebody my age range. Like, to me, as an adult male, it's bad writing to constantly have these flashbacks where it's like, oh, now Carol is trying to climb the rope and there's all the boys being like, oh, you can't do it. <laughs> like, you're a girl. <laughs> like, it's... But... For, like, my nieces, my nieces are, like, eight and five. For them, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, the other, well, the other thing that kind of bugged me was, and someone got on my ass. And I want to make sure I use the phrase the right way. Because mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure if I did or not, but I think I did for the most part. But I basically did a blanket statement saying, Captain Marvel should have just been called Captain Mary Sue. Mm, mm-hmm. Because there was no, there was at no point in this movie that I felt like she was conflicted or having problems with anything. Like in the very beginning of the movie, Jude Law's character is like, like you need to control your powers. You can't control mm-hmm. your powers. And but then it's like throughout the entire movie, she uses her damn powers, and My... there's no repercussions. My understanding, uh, and people do throw around Mary Sue a lot, but my understanding is it's like in fan fiction where the author basically projects their own fantasies 
onto a character they're writing and that character is the best character in the story and can do everything awesome. Okay, so yes. So, so yes, I yeah. would say... And again, I'm not sure if the target audience really is... I'm just going to keep saying 10-year-old girls. That might not be a bad thing. No, I'm not saying it's not. But, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm you know, just saying it'd be, it'd be really cool for ten-year-old girls to watch this movie and go, uh, you know, oh, I could be Captain Marvel and be that awesome and see themselves being awesome Captain Marvel. But that doesn't necessarily make it good writing for us, who again are thirty-two-year-old white men. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So when I say maybe I should stop, that's why it's really hard for me to talk about this movie, especially online, I guess, because it's like... Oh, dude, man, you have no idea. (laughs) I say it's bad, but with a whole bunch of caveats that come down to it's bad for me because I'm a 32-year-old man who sees gaping writing problems with this movie <laughs> it's because so. you're not in the terms of all the people that uh that have been of what everyone's been saying on twitter mm-hmm. uh this isn't a movie for you to see <laughs> yeah this is a movie where oh god please just see it yourself and decide your own for the love of god please don't yeah men should go see this film yeah <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, I mean, I still, like, there was, I think I, I told you, but there's this one guy who came at me, because he was like, clearly you don't read Captain Marvel comics, and he basically just blatantly just spelled out the movie, mm. and I'm like, that didn't solve anything, and he's like, well, I've seen this movie five times, and I'm just like, cool for you? Yeah, like, if don't care. like it, I guess that's fine like it's doing fine in theaters oh yeah it's doing great it's making tons i'm i'm not saying it's like people can't like it i just look i thought most of this movie was boring like really boring um i thought a lot of the 90s shit didn't work because i thought it was um kind of the same problem i had with Ready Player One, which is, look over here at this thing you used to like when you were a kid. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, ding. Uh, I like the whole I'm just a girl, no doubt fight scene. Ooh, that made me, that was so on the nose I could have puked. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is bad, bad, yeah. bad, 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 bad. Um, yeah, I can't, I just don't even want to keep talking about it. i thought it was yeah. bad like i i thought like it. i thought I'm, it's fine for what it was for whatever the target audience is but for me yeah no nah. yeah i would be interested when it comes out on video to have my nieces come over and watch it at my house and see what they think because maybe then i'd feel different about maybe i would like watching it with them if they you know uh, but <laughs> As far as my, like, it would be interesting. Yep. People around me kept like laughing at this movie. I didn't laugh once. I was like, me either. Any of these jokes are funny. No, I, yeah, I was not a big fan of any joke they said. 
So, which is weird because the next movie I want to talk about is one that I know a lot of people think is kind of not one of the best Marvel movies. And I don't think it's one of the best Marvel movies, but I still think I like it more than a lot of other people do. I love I love Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think Doctor Strange is good. Like, I think it's a solid B, B-plus movie. Like, yeah. a lot of people think it's... The beginning is pretty standard basic superhero origin stuff so the beginning is kind of boring but after it gets past uh i'd say once it gets to about dr strange learning to use the sling ring it gets better yeah it's a it's i mean like you have some really cool stuff like with baron mordo Mm -hmm. um i still think my biggest complaint about this movie was the lack of Dormammu. Yeah, I. They did do Dormammu weird, didn't they? Yeah, it was kind of a rush job. Yeah, he was kind because of because they like, were like, "Oh, there he is." A face in the dark yeah. dimension. Where they could have had him as a cool villain for later on down the road, which they still might. Who it's knows? It's a good scene, though. Like, I really love the Dormammu. I'm here to bargain scene because. Oh yeah. It really is Stephen Strange finally not being selfish and being like, look, I'm prepared to just be here forever to save the world. Like, I can, I'm prepared to just sit here and do this forever if it means yeah. saving Earth. <laughs> like, which is, I which is like care. the best, yeah, which is like the best part about him because, mm-hmm. like, the whole movie, like, the whole first part of the movie is just talking about how selfish it's like. And right. how, uh, how like, he thinks of nothing but himself and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it ends with him being like, well, I can sacrifice myself if that means that that everyone else stays safe. Right. The only real issues I have with this movie were mainly the cape. Oh, the cape is dumb. Yeah. It was, it was much better when it was carpet in Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, my biggest problem with... Doctor Strange is it is for a good chunk of the movie a really generic origin story movie yeah but there's some good stuff thrown in there like when he learns about the other dimensions and he goes on that wacky trip with the eyeballs and the hands growing out of his fingers saw that was so trippy oh and uh, I think it's a lot of really good stuff when they do the mirror dimension, like that whole mirror dimension chase scene is, there's not much like that. Like there's a few scenes like that in inception and that's about it. So, yeah. Yeah. But another waste of another villain of a random villain of Cassilian for the Mickelson. Oh yeah. He was, he's a really good actor and that part was pretty boring and basic. Yeah. I don't know. I've come to to the conclusion that like a lot of these first films, like mm-hmm. solo films, are going to be a lot like that. Very slow burn, kind of. To color by the numbers, he becomes a superhero. There's like a random bad guy. Probably. I mean, the real exception I... is really maybe Captain America and Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, First Avenger is even kind of pretty basic. I think I enjoy it more than a lot of those other basic movies just because i think uh 
the script handles so much better yeah i think the script handles things handles basic things with a lot more uh heart and a lot more emotion or heart and entertainment value so yeah yeah no, no, I still like Doctor Strange. I've watched it a few times, and I still, I'm, like I said, I think it's a solid B, B plus somewhere in that I'm range. I'm curious if they ever will get around to a second film. I think they will after Well, there's Endgame, been talk I, of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because after Endgame, I think they're just done with the first tier Avengers. I think they're going to be done with Thor, Hulk, Captain Marvel... Uh, or not Captain Marvel, Captain America and Iron Man. I think just they're all done, so they're going to have to do Black Panther 2, um, Captain Marvel 2, Doctor Strange 2, maybe an Ant-Man 3. It's what everyone wants. Yeah. Captain Marvel is also the movie that... I've been saying it for a while, but I think now it's just going to have to be true. I've got to stop going to these just because they're superhero. Like, I feel almost like because we do this show, I have to go. But, like, if I see a trailer and I'm like, that doesn't look good. Like, I did it for Ant- Ant-Man and the Wasp. I don't know why I went and saw Captain Marvel. I, like, I walked out. No, I'm, I'm, like, in, I, I'm in the same boat. I think I've come to the point now where after – I think it was more because of how everything's been played out. And you kind of want to get to know these characters because of Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, these seem like they might be important. Uh, so I, I'm kind of in the same boat. So like after Endgame, mm-hmm. it's going to be more, I'm going to be more picky and choosy of like which yeah. superhero films I go see in theaters. Especially since my Yes, and this is just a guess. It's not necessarily based on anything. Like, nobody said anything. It's just a feeling I've got. Is that the next phase of Marvel movies after Endgame probably won't start setting up the next big storyline. Because this storyline took just over 10 years to tell. Yeah. So it might be too early to expect them to jump into the next. I don't know. It's just a. I that's based on nothing. It's the, just a guess. The rumor mill right now, uh, from according from Marvel, mm-hmm. is that if if you're not including Spider Man Far From Home, right? Because who knows where that movie takes place? Mm-hmm. Uh, their next Marvel film is not going to be for like over a year. That would make sense. Yeah, and and I'm assuming by and at that point you have the X Men and the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. which, which I'm assuming I do not care. <laughs> I would be interested if they could pull off a good Fantastic Four film. X Men, I'm so done with for however long that they can just keep that hidden for the longest time, and I won't care. I've never been interested in the Fantastic Four. Like, even in comics, like, I've tried to read some Fantastic Four, and it just, if people, like, you know, people that like them and are ready for a new Fantastic Four movie, that's great. Like, I'm, I, just for me, I don't even, I, I can't even tell you why. I just don't like the Fantastic Four. It's a weird group. It is a and also stretchy is the dumbest superpower. I don't uh, know what excuse, says. excuse me. Can you imagine having a stretchy penis? 
Well, I mean, if yeah. it's stretchy, but yeah. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Just because it's stretch, I mean, stretchy, but is it like functional once you've stretched it out, or is it most floppy? of the times it's func it's it's functional. It's still functional. So it's not like floppy once you stretch it out and like be like pushing rope. It would okay. Well. I'm telling you, you that could be the, the one upside <laughs> of stretchy as a superpower. Yeah. Other than that, stretchy is the dumbest yeah. superpower. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, if Elastigirl came around the corner, I'd be, I'd be <laughs> down. <laughs> you know, Elastigirl and Do oh, I've been watching Doom Patrol, uh, and I just learned this recently. Even though in The Incredibles. They call her Elastigirl on all the merchandise. She had to be called Mrs. Incredible because DC actually owns the rights to the name Elastigirl. Really? Yeah. Uh, huh. Because there's an Elastigirl in the Doom Patrol. I still have not watched any of that. I know, and I'm not going to like spoil Doom Patrol necessarily, for anybody because i know it's fairly new and i know a lot of people haven't been able to see it yet and it's bo I, when i say bonkers it's good bonker this is an insane show and i posted somewhere the other day that i thought i loved it and the more i think about it the more i realize i do love it it's super weird it's wicked entertaining and i like it a lot better than i liked titans I'll check it out at some point. I, mm -hmm. I think by the, when we I finished uh, Young Justice Outsiders, mm -hmm. and damn, it's good. Yeah, it that's just... my next one because there's only like two more episodes of Doom Patrol out right now for me to watch. Yeah, I need like I need the second half of it, which comes out in July, I think, to mm -hmm. come out because yeah. it is just so much fun. Yep, I'm looking forward to that, even though most of the characters, it looks like, I don't know who they are. But I oh, I didn't I... know most of these guys, and I was like, I, like, and when they start coming on screen, I was like, these guys are pretty cool. I think it helps me when I don't know who they are, because a lot of my problems with Titans wasn't because it wasn't necessarily, like, well done. It was just because they changed the characters a lot. Uh, yeah. But Doom Patrol, I have no idea who any of them are, and they're doing all these crazy things, and it's full of, you know, violence and swearing and all that stuff, and I'm perfectly fine with it. And I'm like, just, there's a goat that farts, and the fart comes out in a green cloud and spells something, and it's just like, I don't know what I'm watching, but I love it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you tell you told me about that and I was like, okay, you have my attention. <laughs> yep, the goat who is a portal to another world. Yep, that's weird. Uh Alan Tudyk as Mr. Negative or not Mr. Negative, Mr. Nobody is uh kind of like an even not, I was going to say even crazier, but more like more evil Deadpool. Like he, 
he does a lot of fourth wall breaking because he exists outside of time and space so he kind of knows all realities at once so yeah the villain is actually the narrator of the show all right <laughs> and he's so good at it uh yeah i love it it's great Anybody who hasn't seen Doom Patrol should probably give it a shot. That's my recommendation. Yeah, I yeah, I have one guy at work that won't shut up about how I haven't watched Doom Patrol yet. I'm like, I'll get there, but at the same time, it makes me it makes me even more insubordinate. Being like, you know, what? I don't want to watch it just because you keep trying to ram it down my throat. Doesn't yeah. matter if it's good or bad. Just shut up. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely get that one. Um, I've read a couple comics. Nice. This past week, which are actually kind of surprised with some of them. So mm. I know you haven't been reading it. Um, no. But Heroes and I talk about it every time. But there's a side. Yep. I bought four comics yesterday that were a mini mini uh, bit crossover between mm-hmm. Flash and Batman. Uh, during Heroes oh, yeah, in Crisis, yep. called The Price, yep. and mm-hmm. it's like uh, Batman, 50, Batman and Flash, fifty five and fifty six, respectively. And mm-hmm. damn, it's good! It's so yeah. good because it's basically just Batman and the Flash just arguing the whole nice. time about like Batman's like methods and how it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And the, like f- basically, Batman being like, sometimes I like to. Th- I think there's like this one thought bubble from Batman that's like, sometimes I question if I'm the greatest detective or if Barry's the greatest detective. Mm-hmm. Like it's just mm-hmm. such gray back and forth stuff with this like story that is involved in a way with what's happening in Heroes in Crisis. Mm-hmm. And it's just so good. Hmm. Yep, that's one I want to check out when it gets uh, collected. Yeah, into and a... yeah, and then I started reading. Uh, I got back on in the Spider Man because mm-hmm. they have a series. Uh, they have a new um, the story called the Hunt that they're starting to tell. Okay, Craven which is, story. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Craven, and the basic gist is for some reason. Craven is collecting all the animal-based villains and heroes. Mm. Well, mostly villains. And is setting up, like, I guess, a hunting arena in New York City for normal people to go hunting, to go and get them. Ooh. Yeah. That's it's interesting. Basic, and uh, Basically, uh, one of Craven's clone sons or whatever is like, why are you doing this? And the whole reason is, is like, these people pick the avatar of animals when they have no idea, when they're just stealing their name and their fur and have no idea what it means to actually be an avatar. So, oh. we gonna hunt them. <laughs> That's interesting it's yeah i'm actually kind of intrigued by it i haven't the last time i tried to pick up a spider-man book uh that was in main 616 continuity i realized that i'm very confused because they've made a lot of changes with spider-man in main 616 continuity but there's still a lot i mean like they kind of explain craven's whole thing 
in this whole first book because it's basically mm-hmm. like Craven is um, just for some reason like he's alone in the Savage Land. He was disowned by his daughter because he wanted sons, so he clones like thousands of sons. And then okay. one turns and kills all the other sons to be the main one. Okay. And it's a whole thing, and it's uh, it's very interesting. I think. No, uh, I'd be perfectly. I'd be on board as long as they um, are kind of setting up what the status quo is, like right at the beginning of the book. I'm fine with that. Well, dude. this is definitely like the prelude book. Yeah. Like the first, the first one, like it's like the prelude to the hunt, and there's like a bunch of, uh, s- there's a bu- there's like a series that are coming out throughout the next couple months of like, mm. of like side stories of characters. Some of them may, some of them big, uh, animal characters, and some I've never heard of, and yet I'm kind of interested. Okay. Yeah. That. As long as, because like I said, the last time I tried to read a main continuity book and I, I just felt kind of lost and was like, ah, screw it. So as long as they kind of just let me know what's going on right up front, I'm perfectly all right. Yeah, because uh, I haven't picked up Spider-Man for a while either. Um, and I picked this up and and I was, they didn't do, they, there was no real explanation of, mm-hmm. of like no need for a setup. All the setup was right there of what they were doing. Right. And Good. I was like, "All right, sweet, sweet, yeah." And then I read another comic, which was kind of dumb, called uh, "Cosmic Ghost Rider uh, Destroys Marvel History." I've heard about Cosmic Ghost Rider. I what is Cosmic Ghost Rider? Okay, get ready. Okay, <laughs> so it's Frank Castle. And Frank Castle dies, and he makes a deal with Mephisto to become a Ghost Rider. And w- during that time, he gets caught by Galactus, who's like, "Oh, I want you to be my Herald." And he's like, "Sweet, I'll be your Herald." So he makes a deal with Galactus to be his Herald. And then Galactus fires him, and then he goes and finds Thanos, who makes him part of his Black Order. And he's like, "Okay, I'll be part of your Black Order." He's become part of his Black Order. And then he's like, whoa, Thanos is a bad person. So he goes back in time to kill Thanos as a baby. Realizes, I can't kill a baby. Maybe I can raise him to be uh, like a good guy. And that doesn't work well. So then he goes back in time again to Thanos as a baby. And now he's stuck there. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) Holy shit. That That is the first page of this comic. The first page yes. of this comic? Oh my god. It's it's crazy. So now he's wow. trapped in the, now he's trapped in the past with like his childhood self and he tells his childhood self that he's this cosmic entity and tells him the story of like you know I used to hang out with like the Fantastic Four and stuff and tells like classic Marvel stories and makes up shit about his character being a part of it and then the end of the comic is he's like what the hell am i doing and then the watcher just shows up and he goes what the fuck are you doing and it's the stupidest thing wow <laughs> what the who wrote this 
I don't remember, but I was oh, like, man. the the fact that they had a whole cycle of like, my name's Frank Castle, and then I did this, and then I did this, and then I did this. I was like, what's happening? That's insanity. Yeah. And that's what so I hate is, about is the time an, shit. Is this a one shot, or is this an ongoing title? It's an ongoing title. Because... Uh, because this same character, he had like his own standalone series that I, I heard uh, of Cosmic Ghost Rider as its own standalone series. Yeah, because I guess there was like a futuristic world where Thanos was like, where it's like him as a as a member of Thanos's order mm-hmm. before he turns on him, and then he ha- like that was part of a Thanos series, and then his own series was him going back in time hmm. to kill Thanos as a child, but then decides he's gonna raise him. Wow. Okay. And now he's in. He's also in. He's part of the new Guardians of the Galaxy, which takes place in modern day. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. uh, it's too much, man. This is he's a cool outfit, though. Okay. Well, you know what? I, now I know what one I'm not gonna read. <laughs> Heroes in Crisis. <laughs> I'm gonna read Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Other than that's news, um, the only other thing I know of is there's a lot of Suicide Squad stuff popping up. A lot of rumors about uh, the potentially, well, I was going to say about the James Gunn scripted, possibly directed, The Suicide Squad. Yeah, where um, Idris Elba may be the new Deadshot. Says he's in talks to replace Will Smith as Deadshot. Yeah. Um, and then the new lineup of characters. Uh, yeah, a bunch which, of C-list characters. Yeah, King Shark, the mm-hmm. Polka Dot Man, Rat Catcher, and Peacemaker. Yeah, some of those I don't know. Like Peacemaker, no idea. Rat Catcher and Peacemaker are the ones I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Polka Dot Man I know. Um, King Shark. King Shark, obviously. Yeah. Kind of a... Fine, whatever. I'm not necessarily interested in the Suicide Squad. Um, is that what they're going to call it? Is the Suicide Squad? Yes. Ugh. The Suicide Squad. Of course they got to do that. Couldn't come up with a better name, so they just put the in front of the title of the last movie. Uh. Um, that'll be one that I'll be like, well... Wait and see how those trailers turn out because Pretty right much. at the moment, nothing they're saying is interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The only you know, only our exciting stuff that's not horror related is all the cool stuff that's coming out of South by Southwest. I haven't looked at any of that stuff yet. Well, I have a buddy who is there now, mm-hmm. and he was sitting in on. A couple of the horror films. Nice. Um, like he, like J- he was there for like Jason Bloom talking about like Blum, well, Jason Blum talking about like Blumhouse Studios mm-hmm. and stuff, and then they people got to see us yesterday. Oh, jealous! I can't wait. Right I'm... now, that's probably the only movie I'm excited about. Well, besides Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Mm, they had a big us poster hanging in the theater yesterday and I was like, "Oh." Was yeah. it the one was it one that if you walk by it it looks one way and if you look the other way it's it looks different? Mm, or is it just yeah. her is it no, or is it just it the girl just a plain paper 
poster. It wasn't oh. like a special poster. I'm gonna find that poster. <laughs> yep. Uh, that There's actually out... a that comes out 22nd. The 22nd of this month, right? Yes. March. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Yes. <laughs> uh, Can't wait. There's this one poster that's like on a building. Uh, that I want to steal, and it's just a pair of scissors. Oh, with that's like cool. A, like gold scissors with us written under it, and I mm-hmm. want it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that comes out, and then in just under of, a month, it's time the Avengers for Endgame, Endgame, which we'll have to do. Uh, I was I was thinking we should do like maybe the week beforehand, do like uh, what we think might happen. Yeah, sure. Kind of thing. Absolutely. I yeah. I can honestly say, right at the moment, I don't. I been trying not to think too much about it because i didn't want to come up with too many ideas too far in advance but i have way too get, many <laughs> by the time we get there i will come up with some ideas because uh yeah be fun to it's do. god and so far this movie they just finished editing it i guess but i'm mm. curious if it's still three hours long i think it will be i which i'm fine with pretty close which i'm fine yeah. with yeah why not? And then, yeah, then Godzilla, King of the Monsters, then Spider-Man, Far From Home. Yep. Somewhere in there, Shazam comes out, but I don't think I care. <laughs> I really don't. There's a, there's one the moment in the trailer. Yeah. There's one moment in the trailer I liked, and then mm. beyond that, like where uh, where Billy jumps off the like? building and yells. It's, it's the part where just Billy jumps off the building and yells Shazam. And I'm like, all right, that's all. That's all I need to watch. I'm oh, good. Then it got all jokey. Shazam! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It uh, looks pretty goofy. Yeah. It's ridiculously goofy from the looks of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm down for Shazam. Guess we'll find Me out. Me either. Yeah, I don't know. Aquaman comes out on DVD soon yeah it's already yeah. out on uh that and uh, spider-man spider-verse are yeah. both already out on digital i hate them all <laughs> i know but uh physical seems to be going away faster than we thought it would samsung just decided to stop making blu-ray players yeah well everything's now combined i know so like you, now it's like blue like because they also do the same thing with like there's they samson also said they were going to stop making uh 4k players as well mm-hmm. yeah which is bull crap yeah very much so <laughs> so i gotta go out and buy one of... of each before i gotta go and get a 4k yeah, player before it i should buy an extra 4k player to just keep in the spare room in case something happens to mine yeah yeah. So ridiculous. Like I hate the fact that everything's going digital. Yeah, me too. Uh, just because even I have all this, which is weird because I have a whole, all my music is digital. I have no physical music anymore. But I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, what if my computer just died? I don't have any, ba- I need to start getting better about backing things up because I was yeah like, i keep everything on I... I keep all my music on like a little passport mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because it dawned on me the other day when I was thinking about digital. I'm like, if my computer went out today, I would lose everything. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of like uh, with digital movies. I'm like, how do you keep your, Like, what if you have voodoo and voodoo goes away? Or I don't know. what I don't know how it works. So Yeah. It's weird. It's magic. It makes me nervous to be like, oh, let me just get hundreds of movies and then potentially not actually have them. Right. Mm-hmm. It's hard times, man. Yeah. Yep. I know. Yeah. So, anywho, I'm just looking if there's anything else I really, really want to talk about. And it doesn't look like so far there is anything... Uh, extra that happened this week i watch. oh i watched a little bit of comic book men this week i hadn't seen the final season and it finally got released on amazon oh it did i know what i'm watching it's on yeah it's on amazon prime season seven and i hadn't seen season seven yet and i've been watching it and i mean it's comic book men it's fun yeah. it's enjoyable it's you know it's kind of like don't have to think just kind of nerdy goodness just like all the other seasons of comic book men well, I know what I'll watch before I go to work. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? It's, you know, so far I've seen like they had a Walking Dead episode and they had a Star Wars centric episode and uh, they Sweet. had a, a dog costume contest for uh, charity and where they're all furries got it yeah well there you do get to see what brian johnson looks like dressed up as underdog so that's pretty nice fun. yeah <laughs> yeah it is pretty fun so uh did you know there is uh, in chicago i i wish i had known this but not that i would have gone i guess but there's a huge like pinball convention going on in chicago right now. oh really I'm like, nice. Oh, I'd be man. down with that. Oh, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> but yeah, pinball's my jam. Yeah, hell yeah. Yep. Let's see what else. Oh, you know what I want? This is not geeky at all, but I have to tell you about this. I watched Leaving Neverland last night. Okay. The HBO documentary. Yeah. About... Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, brother. Ooh, you want to feel like uh, really gross, like you need to take a shower forever. Go ahead and watch Leaving Neverland. <laughs> it's, uh, oh boy. Leanne and I were like, oh, oh, this is, this is gross. <laughs> yeah, I heard a bunch of people were. No, no, it's not gross. Picking, That's yeah. ignorant. <laughs> no, I heard a lot of people were like, uh protesting it, it being aired it's like those were all well, lies and all uh, this is just def defacing a man who well, was in uh, who's I'll damaged this. i'll say this um it's the uh, it's hard to talk about it with because the jackson estate did sue hbo for a hundred million dollars to try to block the airing of it and people are pros because Michael Jackson really was the last mega super celebrity. Like they, they have videos on there of like Michael Jackson fans just 
screaming and crying yeah. and like rushing his car and like jumping all over his car just to try to see in the window and like that just doesn't happen anymore like it doesn't so, like, uh... like there's no he was and still is just a major celebrity like he just is and um so a lot of people do refuse outright especially since he was tried and acquitted on child molestation charges, just refused to believe he molested children. Um, the two guys in this movie seem believable, but also it is a questionable documentary in the respect that they don't interview anybody from the other side of the situation there's no uh, it is a one-sided documentary there's nobody trying to stick up for michael jackson in this documentary which is questionable journalism yeah uh michael jackson is dead he can he's been dead for over a decade he can't defend himself uh which is also questionable. It's a little weird to question, uh, to bring up questionable things about dead people when they aren't around to defend themselves. Um, it's also slightly weird in the fact that um, there are some things, I guess, that have come up about both of the men in this documentary that possibly if they're true, could make them not reliable. Right. But overall, they seem like they are, so it still makes it really grody to watch. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a shot. I mean, it's interesting. And um, even if none of the things about... Michael having sexual relations with these two boys is true. It's still an interesting look at because these were boys who spent an enormous amount of time with a grown man. Is yeah. What it comes down. It is even if none of the sexual parts are true, it is still an interesting look at his broken strange relationship with children yeah like and how Ugh. he was no no that's ignorant don't say that this guy is <laughs> Shimona! Yeah. don't say just that that's ignorant now i just want to watch any all any and all episodes of South Park's, uh, like the episode where Cartman tries to make Michael Jackson's best friend. Gotcha, Mr. Je I'm Mr. Jefferson. I'm yeah, Martin Mr. Jefferson. Shamona. Yes. Come on into Neverland, ride my train. Hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did last right. night. We should probably wrap this up because I have to shit bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll yeah. wrap it up then. We don't want you yeah. to, like, shit yourself right in your bed there. Yeah, please don't. Okay, okay. Well, uh, guys, Justin has to shit. We'll be back next week, and we'll talk about uh, what's the next one after Doctor Strange. Guardians 2, I think. Guardians 2. Okay. Good enough. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> All right, later.
The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks. I hope they remember you.